Let's go. This is your radio. This is your radio. Your station. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Renato Creative Show. Today, I got a special guest. Her name is Tanika Kishe. She is a recording artist, model, and entrepreneur. Today, about her music career and more. She got an up and coming album coming out, and she's currently working on that while she's dealing with her haters. So, they're reporting her Instagram, and her Instagram was deleted. But we're going to talk to her and learn more about her. I see that she's in the building. Hello, Tanika. How you doing? What's going down? Y'all know the vibes. It's your girl, Big Key Shea. I really appreciate Our first time actually, you know, doing uh, inter- me interviewing you. And that's crazy because we have did a lot together. Oh, we have. I really appreciate everything that you've been doing to like spotlight just different projects that i do i think the first project that you had like really start helping me um market might have been rich girls i believe and then you just been i definitely um support you the same but yeah i think you've been rocking with me since my rich girls days and i was like what last year i dropped yes um yeah i found you on clubhouse or did i did you connect with me someone somewhere else i don't remember actually it was clubhouse when clubhouse first started when you had to get invited so we kind of been rocking since the beginning of clubhouse and that's around the time i had dropped rich girls so yeah yes it's just that a lot of people left the app so you know that's that happened i got like disconnected with you but i decided to reach out to you and reconnect with you because even now the artists that was on you know say august they're not even on the app no more because a lot of i think artists have a lot of expectations but one thing i love about you you always you and your team because i gotta give a shout out to your team you guys are always working so unlike some of the artists with you know that have highest expectation but don't put in the work mm-hmm. are really working. So you really don't need Clubhouse. So um, could you tell us about your journey so far? Have you how you have progressed as a artist? Um, definitely. I feel like I've just learned a lot about the business side of music. Starting out initially, it was just about making the music and my passion for music. And don't get me wrong, that's one, because if you don't really got a passion for it, you're not going to join it. And I know this to be a fact, because there's a lot of mainstream artists. And you could tell that they just, they don't really care about the music side of it. They just care about the business side, which, you know, that's cool if that's them. But like for me, I feel like that's what's been keeping me going throughout my journey is just learning the business and learning you know the ins and outs and that really has helped me grow as an artist to take my craft more serious on a professional level thing that i do like about you is your voice like as i listen to you talk you sound just like you do when you rap you have a unique voice and that's why i like your music and i like your style and i don't think that no other female rapper signed or unsigned sound like you which is great i love originality mm-hmm. and thank you brought with you so could you tell me how tell us how you developed your style was it natural or is it something that you 
And also, I know you do, you do um, love, you love Nicki Minaj because I see you on Twitter. You always posting Nicki Minaj. One thing I will say, a lot of rappers copied Nicki Minaj, but you have your own style. But did Nicki influence you? Yes, definitely. She, I wouldn't say she's the first female rapper that I started listening to and fell in love with. I, I won't lie and say that, but like far as just her being so consistent and just keeping me locked in, she's definitely been a major influence. But I made her not just because I love her so much. You know what I'm saying? Because I still want people to love me for me and not love me because I'm a barb and that, you know, I'm trying to sound or be like Nikki. So I just always wanted to stay in my own way because it's easy to do. I won't sit here and lie and say there wasn't times where I'm like, well, let me try the Nikki route. Like, I'm just being real. And I'm like, nah, this route ain't gonna work for me because this is her lane. And I instantly, and I'm glad that I was able to get that in check early on in my career. Cause I feel like a lot of these girls still copy her and it's just like, wow, that's just, everything is giving Nikki. And then some of them don't even give her credit, but that's neither here nor there. But for me, when it's stay true to me. It's like now all the ladies now are trying to make their voice deep and sound like Glorilla now mm -hmm. since done got a record deal. And it's just crazy because they did they did the same with Cardi. Cardi came out, you know, Cardi is a Nicki Minaj clone. But some people are probably gonna hate me for that. They was trying to copy Cardi. Now Glorilla, the whole music is changing now, if you have noticed. I'm hearing people change up their flow and trying to be like Glorilla, but they don't get it. Glorilla has what you had. She's different. So that's why the record labels gravitated to her. And then the song, you know, it blew up, even though I heard that DJs was not feeling that song original. The song that blew her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard something about that. Um, yeah, it's just important that people stay true to their sound. Like, when it comes to being an artist, that's the most important thing because you can have some really dope lyrics. I know a lot of great writers but I just think it's their sound that people don't gravitate to. So, you know, that's just really important. And a lot of people, like you said, because Glow then came up, now other people want to have a deep voice. Don't get me wrong, some sounds you may need a higher pitch or a lower pitch, depending on, you know, your engineer should be able to, you know, fix your voice to what's going to make sense to the beat. But to just try to change your whole everything to, you know, be like, oh, well, she's a new it girl. Let me try to be like her. That's where people fuck up at. I definitely agree with that. And it and it's just, I be shaking my head because I'm looking at the unsigned artists switching up their style. And they already had, I'm talking about female artists right now. They had a dope style. They had, you know, people was listening to them. And then they now trying to be Glorilla. I'm, I mean, they sending me stuff. It's like, check out this video. And I'm going to go listen to it. And I hear the Glorilla. And I'm like, oh, no. That's like all the dudes trying to sound like Drake. Yeah. It's, people going to catch on. And, you know, people ain't going to gravitate to you no more. Because it's like, they love you for you. 
not because you sounded like Glow, Glow, you know, or whoever, Nikki, whoever, you know what I'm saying? It's just best to, and then a lot of these girls got accents, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of it just be where they from and how they, like you said, how I talk, how they just stop. They talk, so, you know, your sound. So but it's cool to get- grow. It's cool to grow, though. You know, some you know, learning yourself and learning your sound. But like you said, if it's to a point where I can say, like, damn, you sound like now you sound like glow, or now you people won't catch on to that, especially DJs. So, what what type of music do you listen to besides rap music? Because you know, we know you're a rapper. You can also sing. Uh, music do you listen to? And what is some so you know? These interviews is great because your fans can learn. What is some music that your fans wouldn't even listen even us you to listen? If you really want to know the type of music I listen to, I have my official artist Tanika Kiche, and pretty much the music that's playing on there is artists that I pick. And I really am a R and B type of girl for real, for real. Like I on R&B music and I'm a 90s baby so I still I went to the Millennium Tour you feel me so that that should say a lot like I like the Pleasure P's and the Bobby Valentino's the Shanti um, Aaliyah you know that type of Beyonce and I'm talking to Beyonce when she first came out um even before like dangerously in love no the dangerously in love era you know so i really am a r&b type of girl all right so that sounds like you should radio more because we have more of us we do play like the new stuff but the programming is for millennials because that's yep. what I, so you know you're gonna hear omarion b2k destiny yes Stuff like and that. I actually listened to one of your shows where you it was um specifically for R and B and I'm like, yes, this is the type of music that I like listening to on a regular. You know, even before sometimes I'll be about to go turn up at the club, like even the clubs, they start off with the R and B vibes. Like the R and B vibes is really what get people in the zone for real, for real. Yeah, and then we take it back to the old school. Every eleven o'clock, we have okay. the R and B sessions for the lovers. Might extend it to like one o'clock, so you know, the playlist we got a real program. We got the anybody's and Tanika Kiche um, that, and then we have like artists in in their music ten o'clock. And then 11 o'clock is the R&B session. And I'm standing to one. Like, if I go in club right now and do an R&B room. Because, you know, people just like, especially. And they love, love it. it. So. I know. bet. Yeah, R&B is the vibe for anybody. No matter where you from. You know, that music just, it hit different. It's timeless music. I love timeless music. So yeah, I can I can do um 
the new stuff, but you know, I, I still love the '90s music, and I also like '80s and '70s also. But yeah, I think I might um, put a little treat on my album. I'm like. 85% done moving more to like 88% but this um got me thinking I might put a little R&B vibe on my album okay so I know you got the African just kind of R&B this is really uh, we played on the radio station and it's also in a lot of videos how did you come up with the concept you know first song I heard you really sang it um so I'm like a networking guru and that's why I hate when people um that don't fuck with me they come to my network and be trying to steal my connection that's one thing if you fuck with me of course I'm not one of those people that don't want to share my plug social media we all post the network but um I have met a Nigerian artists on Instagram and you know a lot of people be thinking these people that's from these other countries be fake pages is what they like to call them nah these would be some of your biggest supporters and you know when my kids their dad been from Ghana um, born and raised you know I gravitate to foreigners and Africans and you know just people from different cultures I've just always been like that Um, and I heard I've don't know what made me follow him but I ended up following him and I heard his song on audio Mac. he had a link in his bio he don't really he still to this day don't really post music or nothing um you know cause they go through a lot over there in their country and yes. I just clicked the link in his bio and I heard his voice and his song and I'm like hey we gotta do a song and it took a lot to get that song with him you know just with him being in Nigeria and just different engineers but we made it happen um but he was really like the inspiration behind it you know just me hearing him and I'm like yeah I gotta get a song with you and he fucked with it shout out to Emmy Dre yes definitely and Audio Matt is huge I'm on Audio Matt just like you mm-hmm. so I know the impact of Africa and I think my the biggest countries that listen to my music is Ghana. So Oh wow, yes. They yes. they support but then also that happened because I I had a magazine and I um promoted it in Ghana. Kids magazine. Okay. And the people in Ghana was really rocking with the kids magazine. So even a, a Ghana magazine, you know, copied me. They did a bad job, but they copied it. So that's that's like even till today, like my biggest supporters is like from Ghana when I'd be doing these mix shows, they come into my clubhouse room. I wanna give a shout out to the Gate Zion. You should definitely link up with him. Then there's a new uh guy that's on the Inspire website. Mm-hmm. His name is Genie KG. He is amazing. He's from Ghana. Okay. Um, yeah, just, I never did know when nobody from Ghana, but um, I would not be against that at all. That would be dope. If you need some spoken words, there's an artist named Kalechi. Kalechi. 
He has a real deep voice. He lives in London, but he's from Nigeria. So, okay, first, shout out to London. I um, just dropped a song with the um, artist down there in the UK. Um, my boy, boy, sixty four rooms, but. Our song, Turn It Up, is going to re-release on the 29th of this month. Um, he had to fix some things, but shout out to the UK. So are you into any type of UK music, like drill, UK drill, or anything like that? My song, um, what's it called? Bougie Chick. <clears throat> That's definitely like, a, that was my first, this is when I first started doing music. And I didn't even know it was a drill song because at this point, I wasn't really knowing the different genres like that from a, a rapper's perspective because I'm just now getting my feet wet, really. I just know it sounds good, but now I'm knowing like, okay, that's a drill beat and this an Afro beat. Like, I really be into it. So when I first started back in 2019, my song, Bougie Chick, it was on this really dope celebrity DJ, DJ... Um, Chopper, that was his name. We lost contact when my old page got disabled. Um, but he had an all-girls mixtape, and he put Bougie Chick on there. I was so happy, but one of the girls fucked it up because they wanted to make their song a single. So he just deleted the whole shit or whatever. Um, but Bougie Chick is still out on SoundCloud, and I was actually that beat. I think somebody from a different country had hit me up and let me have that beat. So, yes, I fuck with drill music for sure. I definitely fuck with uh, drill music and drill beats. I know New York trying to make that they wave, but it's definitely like a UK kind of thing for sure, in my opinion. It's actually a Chicago thing, but... um, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Yeah, Chicago always created music. The UK and um, <coughs> New York took over, though, but it was made in Chicago. Chicago, they always create, like, dope genres, like house music, <coughs> juke and footwork. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. But definitely. yeah, they come from there, Chief Keith, all them guys. Yeah, that's that urban drill. But them, them, them UK boys and shit, they be on that like that real heavy rock drill beat for sure. But I like, I like it all. You know, whether it's my style or not. Like I try to give all different genres a, a chance. You know, you never know. So, so there's a lot of whack artists with record deals. I'm just saying. Do you? F- it, I mean, it is. Do you feel you know? that hip hop is dead because there's a lot of record labels don't care about talent; they just care about numbers. Do you think? I don't feel like hip hop is dead. I just feel like the industry is, um, like Nikki said, it's becoming whitewashed as far as like hip hop is concerned, um, and then. Hip hop is gonna always be what hip hop is gonna be, cause you know, especially a lot of indie artists and being on social media, I run across a lot of people that just is just straight hip hop. Where I'm like, this is rap, like this is that. It's making me feel like 
I'm back in the 80s type shit. But as far as the industry, when it comes to these record labels, they don't really give a fuck about that. They care about um, goofy shit, you know, if you can go viral on TikTok. That's really all it really takes nowadays. It's just, it don't matter what you go viral for. If you can go viral some way, somehow, and then make a song, you got a record deal. Speaking of viral, if you had an opportunity to work with Ice Spice, would you like? Would you want to collaborate with her since we talking about viral? Yeah, I would fuck with her. I like her little song. It's a little bop or whatever. It's you know, nowadays it ain't all about if you is the best lyricist. You know, if it's everything's a bar on a bar on a bar. Sometimes it's just can you give me a good caption in your music? You know, nowadays you can get people just because your song can give them a good Instagram caption. So, you know, she um she popping. I would I would do a song with her. She popping in her own right. Did you hear the I think it's NLE Chopper? I get so much music. That's crazy. Did you um hear his song? I think he got a song called Ice Spice. No, I thought it was with Shorty because she had promoted it, but no, I haven't checked it out. I'm not really an NLE fan, like you know, I know he popping, but I don't listen. I mean, it's a dope song. He, she's not up there. Oh, okay, she's not. It's okay. So many words he's saying. He's he feeling her. He want to get with her. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was just saying how he wanted, he don't want to be serious and all of this and all of that. But I get it. It's just music or whatnot, but I don't think she's going to fuck with him. <laughs> Either way it goes. He just had broke up with a little grown bitch he had. I guess she was way older than him. Okay. So when it comes to male rappers, old or new school, who mm-hmm. would like some of your favorite artists or group? Um, my like top five is mainly men and that's just sad, but I don't know how that happened, but it just happened. I got Jeezy, DMX, um, L O Cool J. And then Nikki was definitely like, but she's she's a female, but she she just she can go neck to neck with you. But Jeezy is like one of my favorites. Like I just always love every album that he dropped, even as like being younger. Cause I come from the project, you know what I'm saying. So you know, I listened to his music. I gravitated. He was like one of my favorites that I listened to, like male rappers for sure. Okay, awesome. So, who is your favorite underground? I'm not going to say indie. Underground rapper. That underground meaning they're not signed to a record deal. They could have been signed to a record deal, but they're not on the label right now. Like, who is your favorite? Or they did their release underground. Do you have any artists like Pheromonok, Royster 59 Are you into like artists like that? Gazella, Gazelda. Conway, any artists like that? I'm not familiar with them, but um, personally, honestly, no, for real, I really don't. I would say um, I do like Shorty that she got a song with with Scratch Off. Uh, what's that fucking song? What's Shorty's name? Millie, Flo Millie. I think that might be her. I got her album. I like her, and then it's the other one though. I fuck with the other shorty too. And they got a song together. 
You should definitely check out some of the people I just named. They're dope. Conway is dope. He's not. Oh, Manop. Uh, what's her name? She got that song, We Not Humping. I don't know. Yeah, scratch off on that, but shorty high. But anywho, you said I should check out who? The artist you named? You should check out Conway. Check out, um, also check out, um, No Name. She's a female rapper. She is dope. And, um, you know, she got a lot of, like, a lot of people rave over her. So, like, that's, that, that's like, like you. A lot of people raving over you. And, you know, you, you got a bright future. So, definitely check out No Name. She is dope. Hell yeah, I'll definitely check her out. I like supporting independent artists anyway, because we really are the ones that put in the work the most. I'm not going to say that people that are signed or, you know, when they wait to mainstream, you know, because ain't nothing wrong with if you want to get signed as long as your deal makes sense. Um, but I just really like to support male or female independent artists. Because um, even with uh, Dez, Jada Wade's best friend, that's why you never give up because a lot of people were saying she couldn't rap and now she got her hit song with Mariah the Sciences. And she's an independent artist. So it's just all about the consistency for real. So I fuck with independent artists for sure. So going back to you, you're about to release an album. Is this your first album? This is going to be my debut album. Um, I've dropped a couple EPs, but this is going to be my debut album. So I really, I'm almost done with it, honestly, but I'm just not rushing and I'm not giving a date on when I'm dropping it. But it is almost done. But I'm not going to rush because this is my debut album. Like, you know, I want to do it big. I might, you know, have a release party out of state somewhere, you know. But I definitely want All right. So what can we expect from this album if you can share with us? It's just going to be upbeat vibes, like club bangers. Like, it's called I'm Healed. Um, but it's not going to... If you hear the title I'm Healed, you're probably going to think it's going to be, like, passionate, slow songs. Like, it's not going to be that. Like, I'm Healed meaning I'm outside with it. I'm having a good time. Anybody can get this smoke. Like I'm, I'm up, and I'm out here. You feel me? So it's definitely gonna be some club bangers and um, some trap beat. Might be some Afro beats on there. But like I said, shit, I'm trying to get an R and B vibe on there. So it's just gonna be a lot of different vibes. It's gonna be a lot of different vibes. You should definitely like do some because Afro beats. It's blowing up. Correctal labels are signed. They are. Afrobeat artists. And Afrobeat artists are hungry. You know, they are... They, it's, a, it's a different energy when you deal with an Afrobeat artist. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure, for sure. That's why I fuck with Afrobeat music. Um, it's just it automatically puts you in a good mood. It makes you want to dance and catch a vibe so hell yeah shout out to all the Afrobeat artists out there definitely so I know you used to model also so let's talk about that a little how did you become a model and how long did you 
Well, I guess you still model, but how long did you uh, model? Um, well, I mean, like you said, I still model. Um, but I started modeling as a little girl, like just doing beauty pageants. My great aunt who passed away, my aunt Gwen, um, she got me into it, like beauty pageants and all of that as a little girl. And I just always been into modeling. I've always really done music. That's just what people really don't know. You know, anytime I would go to an audition, um, they would ask, what else do you do besides model? You know, they want talent. You can't just think like, oh, I model. Like, when you go to these, like, and this is for the young girls that want to come up, like, they want to know what else do you do. Most of the time, they want you to be able to either, you know, act. Can you act? Can you dance? Can you sing? They would make me rap in my audition to model. You know what I'm saying? So it's always been neck to neck. It's always been neck to neck for me. But yeah, I've been modeling since a little girl. Okay, and I forgot to ask. A lot of people want to know this. Where are you from? I am from Columbus, Ohio. Um, Born and raised. I did live in Zanesville, Ohio, which is like a not too far from Columbus. I lived there for about eight years, but I'm from Columbus, home of the Buckeyes. I, I know a lot of people struggle in Columbus. For people who have never been to Columbus, could you tell us a little bit about what you received in Columbus? Well, a lot of people don't struggle here because it's so easy to get a job. A lot of people, like, I'd be shocked when I'd be hearing, like, people from different states come here, but then when they they was like, it's just so easy to get a job. But if you if you really wanna, you know, be in the industry in the music business, you definitely do have to travel. Like far as getting yourself established, you know, making money, you gonna make money in Columbus. But if you trying to be in the music business, a model, um, if you trying to act any of those type of things be on TV, you definitely um, will want to be able to travel. Like, that's why I keep a social media presence because I can network with so many different people in different areas. My city's not for, not at all. So it's a, it's a, it's a, you can grow, but this is not a, a entertainment city. Okay, you just touched on something. Speaking of traveling, you was recently on a tour. Can you tell us about your experience being on tour? Um, my experience being on tour, it was definitely a vibe. Um, I couldn't really go on the whole tour. It wasn't my tour. I was a um, artist on the tour. It was called the Grind Continues Tour with an artist named Scuba. And yeah, it was a vibe, honestly. I'm sad I couldn't do the whole tour. <clears throat> I'm in school full time right now, so I just, you know, I got a lot of other obligations. And then my kids, they got a lot going on, dance and stuff like that. And I'm a very involved mom. But um, the showcases that I was able to go to, it was a vibe. I felt the love. You know, these, a lot of the people obviously there, they didn't know who I was. And for them to fuck with my music, it's always 
adult feeling when you're performing for an audience that don't know you and if they if you can win them over then you know your music is good it's one thing performing for motherfuckers that fuck with you but for an audience that never heard of you to fuck with you you know it's a vibe it, it was definitely a good experience alright so out of all the songs that you have recorded what is the song that people request you to perform the most? Um, I would say Perpetrator. Everybody loves Perpetrator, which is like my first big single. And people still to the DJs, like even still now, people feel like that's the song. They don't care how long ago that I made this song. They feel like that's the song that's going to get these labels knocking on my door. Like, but don't get me wrong, I definitely have people that got record labels hit me up, but they sound like the big execs, like, you know what I'm saying? Have me up there with my boo Nikki type shit, so, yeah. That's, that's a, for sure. That's a good point, because sometimes it could take eight years before a song blow up, and it just has to be in the right hands. That mm-hmm. has happened to a lot of stuff. No. I got a question for you. Are you pushing your songs to any college radio? Because college radio is great for unsigned artists. Um, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't say that I'm pushing to a college radio, but I definitely have networked with some DJs that are at colleges. Um, I forget this DJ. He was a young dude, and he did a really dope mix for my song, Old Things Back. And I think Perpetrator, he mixed it, like, together. Um, And, you know, that gave me a buzz on the college campus on his behalf. But never no radio. Never no radio. So you, your team should definitely target college radio because college radio. So I'm going to tell this, say say this because this is about educating Mm-hmm. College radio sometimes song up. I talked definitely. To, I talked to the guy who uh, Travis. Remember that song? This is why I'm hot. Yeah, why I'm hot. And they did he was remix. at the Millennium Tour. Mm-hmm. And they did a remix with uh, Ginger Ginger Reed, came all the way from Jamaica, and did the remix. That song blew up on college radio. Damn, I've heard of some crazy ways. You know, my bro K Stylist, he was telling me how he blew up and he was saying like he blew up um on a dating site. Like the bitches blew him up on the dating site. So I would not be surprised. I'm definitely gonna look into that because I make a lot of club bangers and I know college, especially when I was living on college campus, that shit was fucking vibe so I already know how it goes down on the college campus and yeah for sure so I'm about to give you a gem there's a site called Radio Locator and you you can find like different FM radio stations and it'll tell you if it's a college it should have like an indicator that it's a college radio if it's a commercial radio station so with that you get hey. different college radio stations again it's called Radio Locator mm-hmm. listed FM radio stations. So you can reach out to the program director and be like, hey, I got this song. How do I get my song in rotation? And the cool thing about college radio is you don't have to pay. Oh, that's sick. Okay. That, see, tuning into 
interviews with Big Quiche, you won't get the best information. Shout out to DJ Renato. Like, you always really do be trying to help independent artists, and that's really what I respect about you. So, yeah, this is dope. Definitely. So, when you are marketing your music, make sure you target college radio and also co- target. So, there are a lot of old folks. Older folks are going to tell you FM is the only way. But you also want to target digital radio. If you can find. Yeah, I fuck with digital radio for sure. Yeah, because digital radio, as long as you got your stuff registered with sounds, it's just like streaming on title and all that. Spotify. It's the same thing. Uh, Title and all of that is digital. But, you know, there's some older folks who. Because I, I, I be seeing them every day that really talk good about FM and kind of like down internet radio. But I just found one of the biggest, and I, I didn't even know this, BBC One Extra is a digital radio station. Oh, and I didn't know that neither. BBC is the oldest radio station and the largest radio station. It's way bigger than iHeart. So that's crazy. I never even heard of that. I'm sorry. I never heard of it. What? BBC Radio. You never heard uh, British Broadcast. I'm not gonna lie. I never heard of it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna learn it. You want to get on BBC too because that's UK. That's the UK. I I thought you knew about BBC. Have you heard of BBC America or BBC TV? Mm-mm. I need to do my homework. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. That's the audience you wanna you wanna get. Sometimes you might blow up in Europe before you blow up in America. Exactly. Just like Africa, they're more accepting of unsound artists. And did you see Nicki Minaj went to the UK and she got more she got a standing ovation over the Queen. Yeah, Nikki is legendary like you know she's trinidad so she's gonna attract a lot of different cultures just being from a different country herself but um a lot of the girls in different countries and guys in different countries they do support american music you know that's why i love my fans and supporters that are in different countries you know because they gonna really fuck with you for sure my man my man listeners for my mix show is in the uk in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's when you can start doing real tours and stuff like that. You build a real big fan base. Do you listen to any, like, other genres besides hip-hop and R&B? Yeah, I love pop music. I mean, I feel like a lot of people grew up on um, Pink. I love Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. You know, everybody in that ninth era for the most part fucked with them growing up so uh-huh. I love I love pop music for sure I love Aga Levine yeah Maroon 5 you, you, we yeah. listen to rock too um what's his name Travis Scott Limp Bizkit we listen to all of that Ever Essence with Numb that's Numb the one I got the song with Jay-Z I really only liked their one song, and they had another song that I did like. I can't remember what it's called, but 
It was their song with Jay-Z and then another song he made. But yeah, I fuck with pop music. There's probably been a country song. I lived in Zanesville. Zanesville was a hick town. You know, mate, most of them people was white people. A lot of them were mixed. So it wasn't like I was around a bunch of races. It was a lot of mixed white people. But living there for eight years, hell yeah. A lot of my best friends at that time were white. Some of them were some hood white girls, but I had a lot of white friends, you know, growing up in high school, high school and middle school. What is your opinion on Kanye? Um, I just think Kanye is Kanye. Um, he's a very rich, successful black man who lost his mom, um, lost his mind, and then he allowed himself to be sabotaged by a white family. And he wants sympathy from the black community. And then when I feel like he gets in his feelings or feel like the black community ain't there for him, then he jumps back to being whitewashed. And that's expected because his kids are half white. So he's a rock stuck in a hard place. You know, I don't my I don't want my son um, having kids by a white woman. It's it's not it's, it's too confusing and it's dangerous for a black man. And now he's losing his mind. My brother's in jail for murder right now behind dealing with a white. You know, so you know, and then they some different type of white women. They they drink they own blood and stuff like that. So you know, Kanye did it to him to judging who am I he's still rich and successful at the end of the day but I think he would rather have a peace of mind at this point in the game you know so I think that's what it is I I think he had enough with the industry and he's he's trying to yeah once you do what you do for it's not See, I believe in the Bible and, and Jesus and God and all of that. So, yeah, the mo- money is the root of all evil, but it's not God not saying we don't need money. He's just saying what people are willing to do to get it. And once you start doing what you're doing, whatever that may be, if you know it wasn't something that made you feel good, like it makes me feel good right now. So when I blow up and get rich off of, off of that, I'm not going guilty about that. Because I put that fucking work in. But I'm not saying he didn't put work in, but I'm just saying do different weird shit or things that they probably wish they didn't. They can't enjoy it. Because let me be rich. I'm I'm sure a lot of us would still like, you know, multi uh, multi billion. We wouldn't be stressing. I wouldn't. I'm not stressing now. So let alone being a billionaire. Let's just say if he won't connect to Jay Z, I know he's a hard working producer and rapper. If he wasn't connected to Jay Z, I don't think he would have got to deal with Adidas. I think because he yeah, was- probably not me. He Jay Z was famous before, but it, at this point, it's one of those things that me and one of my good friends, her name is Raven. She's also an artist in her own right. She hasn't dropped her music yet, but she's recorded and she's really, really dope as fuck. And we were just talking about like you know if we doing the same thing and not we. But we weren't even comparing us. We was talking about some other shit. And 
just music happened to be the example. And it's like, just because we doing the same shit and we friends don't mean we got to compete. Somewhere along the line, him and Jay-Z made it a competition. And that's yeah. what fucked their friendship. But also, I think that Kanye is more lovable than um, Jay-Z person. Yeah, because I don't... So Jay-Z, I just think is more far, was already far gone on some street shit as opposed to Kanye. The industry fucked him up. Of course, Kanye gonna be more lovable. Jay-Z is just, he is a businessman. Now he's a billionaire and he's married to Beyonce. But all in all, you can't run from what the fuck you've done to get to where you are. I just feel like Kanye is fucked up off the industry. So moving to the next topic, we know you use Twitter a lot. You're on Twitter all day, but you should definitely check out Inspire Social Network because it's dope also. And then once you start using it, you know, people would actually use it a little more because they're like, man, look at this beautiful woman. She using this. Actually, I, I know I was having some difficulties. <coughs> My background over here smoking that. It's not COVID for the bitches in the back. That's tapped in i'm like y'all gonna be tapped in um but um no i fuck with inspire because inspire is a platform for artists that really is out here putting that grinding and not depending on a label and just you really shine light on artists that really put that fucking work in. so that's one thing that i appreciate about the platform and just being able to connect with other djs right at the tip of my hand I definitely appreciated that because these DJs nowadays want to be artists and that's cool, but it makes it hard for the artists to connect with certain DJs, if that makes sense, because a lot of these DJs be hating on the artists because they want to be artists too. I've been peeping that. Just a little something I've been peeping. I've been peeping so. out DJs is hating on DJs. Who? Z. I've been peeping lately that a lot of DJs hating on and Yeah. I've, I've, I've been peeping out too, and it's fucking the game up. It's really oh. fucking the game up. You're right. But what I was going to say, though, I was, just, I was trying to promote uh, Inspire. But uh, Elon is doing stuff to Twitter. How do you feel about him owning? I don't feel like he's destroying it. I feel like he's just causing ruckus because he's a billionaire. He's rich. He don't got nothing better to do. And plus, like, I wouldn't even say don't got nothing better to do, but he's just rich and it's his company now and he can say whatever he wants. He's just having fun. He knows what to do to get a rouse out of out of people on his platform. Um, He knew saying that Twitter was dying was going to get everybody in an uproar. And what happens is he's probably doing something from a business perspective to get people to like, maybe probably start buying into it, trying to change the narrative. He's a billionaire, man. I know that man is going to work with strategy when it comes to this platform. I don't think he's going to really, um, I don't think he's going to do nothing to it. I fuck with Twitter. Nothing's really been different, in my opinion, since businessmen that maybe want to buy into the company or you know they're into the stock market those people care a lot more but it be taken out from the platform in my opinion it's not it's not a difference but um i think he just proved to us that the verify badge is not really that important because he sold it for eight dollars he just showed you guys he showed everybody i think it's still important because notice if it wasn't why now can see who bought it and who didn't 
if it wasn't important, why not just make it to he made it to where it's still gonna show you bought that fucking blue check. So notable yeah. you bought it. So yeah, but my what I was trying what I'm trying to say is he showed that he could put it on the market though still. You know, you still gonna have the notable the notable blue ch- uh checks. And let's be real, people was buying it um in the back end anyway. But they was paying a few thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. you know. But buy it. The people that paid the few thousand, at least they shit not gonna say it was bought. Whatever the fuck. So I'm not I'm not buying it because buy buy Twitter officially without and I think even now you still might I think that's why a lot of other billionaires was pissed because it'll still say that you only got it if you uh, bought it after the fact. But if you already had it, I think you still got to pay the fucking $8. So that might be the part that I feel like I didn't understand. If a motherfucker already got the blue check, why are you still making them pay $8? I think that was the part that was triggering people. You got to pay $8 to keep your blue check mark. That part I don't fuck with. I don't agree with that. I already paid thousands. Why are you making me pay eight dollars a month for something I already have? So that could be where I seen he was getting a lot of hate from. Yeah. Well, I just go to his page and just I just just go into the comment section. I don't even read. <laughs> no, me too. For real. <laughs> That's. It's, it's, don't it be? I mean, okay. So you do what I do. I go through the comments. I noticed it's just mainly like a lot of people that's in the stock market, a lot of older white men or white executives or corporate minded people or just people that live off their Twitter. And really, that'd be the only people I'd be seeing in the comments. Be like stock market people. And I don't know. I fuck with Twitter though. I hope he don't really be on no bullshit and cancel it because I actually like I like it better than Instagram. For sure. Yeah, Instagram's just—I don't know. Matter of I fact, don't like Instagram. Honestly, when I my page got disabled and wanted like, I've been had my page that I got now. Like I've had that page since 2013. I just had to switch it to my main page. But I could have been came back on Instagram, but I went like a month, and I'm like, dude, I even care about getting back on this platform. But my manager was like, no, got to get back on Instagram. But yeah, I hate Instagram. So I want to, this is about education. So I want to let people know Black Junction was a black social network. Last time I checked, it's not up. So you cannot join Black Junction. But Isaac Hayes III do have black, not black, fan base. Fan base is an app that you can download on the App Store and Google Play. So if you're looking and for, and this is black owned. He said, "Is he own it? I don't know, but um, I guess he own it. It's Isaac Hayes' son. Um, a lot of people are questioning that now, and um, I don't know. But either way, you don't have to worry about censorship. So you can download the fan base app on the App Store and Google Play. It's pretty cool. They even got like a." little chat room system. No, I'm not calling it little. They have a chat room system, and it's like Instagram. You can post your photos and stuff. Okay. I heard of fan base. I think I made a fan base. I just haven't really used the platform much, but I didn't know it was black owned. 
or supposed yeah. to be black men. As a case of third, I remember okay. we went on Clubhouse and we got a lot of people to join. That um, you know, it used to be b- dope Black Planet. I miss Black Planet days. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Black I was- Planet recently did an update. Did it? It? Still, it still sucks, but it's better than <laughs> it was. I'm crying. So it's Black Planet harder. is still a thing. Wow. Black Planet's going nowhere. It's um owned by Radio One or TV One, News One. So Kathy, Kathy Hughes own it. So it's going nowhere. Wow. As long as she own it, and then if she don't own it, hopefully I can buy it and keep it going. Exactly. I would get back on there. For sure. It's kind of boring, but I, I bet now, but I feel like if you was to take over it, would you? I feel like you would really like make that bitch pop. Like I would get back on there. Yeah, I, don't I think it's on there now because I got a MySpace page and I don't even get on it. <laughs> yeah, it's the people that running it. They their development is it's better than it was, but it's kind of out of date. And that's all I can say. It's it's not great. Damn, sucks to you know let down by that platform because Black Planet used to be a vibe for all Black people. It wasn't even like nothing inappropriate because I was on Black Planet at like 13. (laughs) So they was letting teenagers on the fucking platform. I don't think Black Planet had like porn or nothing like Instagram. TikTok is fucking inappropriate. I hate TikTok for that. Yeah, Black Planet really good and uh it, it like i just said it's it it need the right people to take over mm-hmm. but it's a stigma black folks are not gonna go back to a black network back in the day black folks didn't have nothing or you know there weren't a black twitter or really social media all social media black folks what make you cool yeah like Twitter is popping because of Black Twitter, so you know that's why Black Planet's not doing so well because Black folks go anywhere and make make it lit. Sad. Yeah. Well, maybe you could take over and we gonna get that bitch popping. I would love to buy that and um, do it right. I would love to buy Twitter too from Elon because she probably I think somebody need to buy MySpace like I don't know why I want MySpace to be a thing again I don't think about it much but I was like just being on topic like I really fucked with MySpace Justin Timberlake on it do we? yes he bought it I think in 2010 he bought it what the fuck is he doing with it absolutely the fuck nothing he tried to bring it back but it just didn't work Cause he gotta get black he gotta get the black people involved we the ones had that bitch popping facts and it's mostly most of the black folks left their own facebook twitter they're mostly on facebook though because you know facebook is drama central <laughs> i'll be yeah i'll be trying to stay off of drama on facebook because my page is monetized and I'm honestly I'm not with the drama on no social site except Twitter you could get it on Twitter and you could get it in real life but if you really want to talk shit meet me on Twitter because I'm not getting no more of my pages this 
disabled fucking nobody first. Cool. All my pages is monetized. I'm not fucking at it. Mm-mm. It's so this interview lasted longer than I wanted to. I wanted to do a quick interview. But let's wrap it up. What last words do you have for the good people? Last words that I have for the good people is keep God first and just stay consistent in the days that you don't want to do it, still do it. And if you can't do it that day, just try your hardest to do it the next day and just know it's okay to not be okay some days. But it's your girl, Big Quiche. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Big Quiche. You can Google me, Tanika Quiche. I'm on Inspire. Um, if anybody's on that platform, definitely look me up, Tanika Quiche. Album coming soon. I'm healed. And definitely check out Watch Me Work. It's on Vivo right now. And yeah, thank you so much, DJ Renato, for having me. It's definitely been a vibe for sure speaking of blue chats did you know now vivo blue um distro kid has made it easy for people to get on vivo yep crazy crazy but i got smoke with vivo because they supposed to be merging my channels and they ain't done that yet but that's that's a whole nother topic but yeah i got a vivo channel so i forgot to ask you but what are some movies that you enjoy like what is what genre and what is your favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie is Save the Last Dance. And if we talk in hood, favorite hood movie is Sally. And All if we right. talk in love movies, like outside of Save the Last Dance, love and basketball. Okay. And last but least, do you have any shout outs? Yes, I want to shout out God for never giving up on me. I want to shout out my kids. And... I want to shout out all my lovers out there. Shout out to myself and shout out to everybody listening. And shout out to you, DJ Renato, for just, you know, being a light for us independent artists. I definitely appreciate you. And I know everybody else that work would appreciate you. So, yeah. All right. So, Trinity, if you have any closing words, you out of anything. And I do appreciate you coming to the Renato Creative Show. And the good music show. Nope, it's your girl Big Quiche. Thank you guys for listening to the show. This is DJ Renata Creative with Tanika Quiche.